Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Jim Haney. I'm Ashley McLean. And Bill Diebel. And we are here again talking about the 10 guiding principles of recovery. Today we are going to focus on uh, strengths and responsibilities. Wow. Yeah. Sounds daunting. Yeah, those are big <laughs> those are big words, responsibilities and strengths. Yeah. This is part of our series where we're going through the 10 guiding principles. Let's jump in. So, when you hear this principle, what do you what do you what do you guys think about? What what comes to mind? Well, I know for me right off the bat, strength and responsibility, I'm like Ah, I don't know if I even want to go down that road, you know. <laughs> I mean, instinctively, as a as a human being, I don't I don't want to take responsibility. I always want to run from it. But for my recovery to even begin, I had to take some sort of responsibility for where I was at, what I was doing, and what I was going to do different to not be in that same place. So. I think for me, um, when I first hear this, like it's, um, it, it's kind of changed, right? So pre-recovery, I'm, I'm, I'm blaming other people. And right. if this wouldn't happen to me, then, then this wouldn't happen in my life. And it's everybody else's fault. And, and there was no responsibility for the things that I had created in my life. Right. And then now I get into recovery and I'm, and I'm kind of starting to look at, at the the wreckage I caused in my life because of my illness, right? And so I have this illness and um and now what am I gonna do about it, right? Mm-hmm. Now what am I gonna do about it? And that is completely my responsibility to to continue to do something about it and not blame other people. Yeah, exactly. I think uh same here. I, I when I reflect back, I mean it was when when I began to take on the responsibility of managing my own wellness, mm-hmm. making a recovery plan, that's when I made progress. And then it's hard to see in the beginning, come from a place you're you're responsible and yeah. you're not. And 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 I want to talk about this because we, we talked about this in the warm-up is the 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 deficit based system. I want to touch on that in a minute. And because that's another part of that, right? Which is recognizing in yourself, you do have some good things going for you. But that was really hard for me to see in the beginning, because it was all about what's wrong with me. What am I doing wrong? What am I thinking that's wrong? All those things, right? Yeah, I think it's really um, for people in recovery, people in early recovery, or people who haven't even explored recovery yet, um, and are, you know, maybe have this idea, I think it's really easy to get caught up in the negative self-talk that we tell ourselves, right? We tell ourselves these negative things. And so when we're highlighting our deficits, it's like, oh yeah, I'm horrible. And 
you know. Yeah, I always make bad decisions. I always make bad decisions. Everything's yeah. final, and it's it's a lot harder to get into the normal practice of talking to yourself kindly, and that's a strength, right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. One of the mm-hmm. things that I wanted to, to touch on as well is in reflection with with responsibility. For me, responsibility was fostered. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mm-hmm. it was one of those things where I w- I had to be accountable to the Department of Corrections, so I had to go to mental health treatment and mm-hmm. I had to go to SUD treatment, and so my only responsibility was to adhere to whatever they laid out for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that process of, of just doing that one thing, mm-hmm. I found hope, which then in turn made me accountable and responsible for how I was going to move forward in my recovery. And so, sure. so that, that responsibility uh, was fostered indirectly, so to speak, mm-hmm. for me to... to take responsibility for my own recovery and how I was going to continue to move forward mm-hmm. once I didn't have DOC mm-hmm. hanging over my head. Right, right. Because that's a big deal. Yeah. That's where most people get stuck in that loop, right, is uh, they leave the court system, the, resp- the mandated responsibilities, yeah. and a few months later, boom, they're kind of back there again, right, going through the same same thing. The other part is, you know, as SAMHSA defines this, there's a sentence in here. um, Communities have responsibilities to provide opportunities and resources to address discrimination and to foster social inclusiveness and recovery. And I've always really, really liked that one. I remember the first time I read The Guiding Principles and I read that sentence and I thought, oh, finally, you know, like, Yes, it's ultimately my responsibility, my own recovery, but communities need to address these things. Absolutely. Right? Because I, I, I have always felt this way since I was diagnosed. And if I had a diagnosis of cancer, <laughs> what resources are available to me and how do people treat me? It's very different than when you say you have a mental health diagnosis. And there are far less resources available in most communities, not all communities, but in most communities, in my opinion, there's far less. And people treat you much differently. Just some of them are doing it purposefully, I think, and some of them are not. Some of them don't realize that they're even doing it, but you tell somebody you have cancer and you're more than likely to get a hug from them. Mm You but tell somebody you, you're an, you're an addict or an alcoholic or, or bipolar or you or suffer from mental health. That's right. Um, it's kind of like oh, they move away. Wow. Right. Like, exactly. what am I dealing with here? And, yeah. Are we um, really contagious? Right. Right. <laughs> right. But I, but I really right. think you know, right. like you're right. saying, it or is dangerous. Yeah. It's contagious or dangerous. Yeah. I, I think, think it, it is the community's way. responsibility to get education out there, stop the stigma. Yeah. Um, it's my responsibility to kind of foster that for my own recovery. Like, so right. I think about when I when I when I went to I think it was my first job in recovery, and I was very um, I was very reluctant to tell them. That I was in recovery, sure, right? Sure. I was very reluctant to tell them because of, like, 
I know as a whole, people don't get it, right? right? right but right. it was my responsibility to let them know, hey, this is part of my life. Mm-hmm. It may affect my work life. Mm-hmm. And this has to come number one, right? And so I went to my hiring manager and I told them I'm a person in recovery. And I was really, really fortunate. Um, not, I don't know if all places are like this, but I was really fortunate that the person I went to, her dad was in recovery, right? So she already oh. had she already had some awareness into this. And so when days where she would like see me, and this is, you know, community, workplace, mm-hmm. you know, the grocery store, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like she would be like, do you need to go? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And she would mm-hmm. let me go to my support groups. Yeah. You know, that's, I think, a, a ground level piece of the community, right? Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. in the workplace, that's mm-hmm. part of your community. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be... Much better if I'm taking care of this to the customers that I'm helping, right? Right. right. Yeah, and that's my responsibility to speak up and say, "Hey, this is what I need." Yeah, and I and I want to piggyback off Jim with with Samsa putting communities as part of uh, strength and responsibility is is how I see that and look at that now, being where I'm and in my recovery mm. is is being a part of the community and help fostering those thoughts and those feelings about mental health and SUD issues so that our community's philosophy or outlook can change so it's more conducive to recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that so that people are aware and instead of sweeping an issue under the rug, they're like, hey, there's resources available. Mm-hmm. This is what we can do for mm-hmm. Aunt Susie. Mm-hmm. And we want to get Aunt Susie help right. rather than um, we just won't talk about it and address right. it or deal with it at all. And so right. I've always believed that individual communities need to take their community's interests involved when it comes to the issues that are involved within that community. And they need to come together and address those because each community, whether it's Butte or Great Falls or mm-hmm. Helena, their individual needs are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Absolutely. And, and as a community together, if they're all on board and the people in the community know that, they're more likely to get the treatment that they need for right. whatever right. ails them. Right. It's right. kind of, I, I think about, um, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jim, but I, no, I no. kind of think about, that social experiment TV show, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's called What Would You Do? Mm. And they put these like these mock scenarios in communities, right? Mm. So maybe it's the homeless guy who's begging for change, right? Okay. And they they record these people walking by of what would they do? Mm-hmm. What would you do if you saw the homeless guy? What would you do if you saw the guy talking to the sky, right? And I think it is our community's responsibility to like, okay, I see the guy talking to the sky, mm-hmm. like maybe he just needs somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, I'm calling the cops, he's dangerous, right? right. right. It's our responsibility right. to be like, okay, this is who I can call right. because it looks like he's maybe struggling, right? right. And not right. just walking by and pretending it's not there, right. but also knowing the right resources mm-hmm. that can maybe help this guy. You right. know what I mean? Right. And, or um, just talking to him. Or just talking I mean, to him, just, saying, hey, how visiting, you doing today? Just visiting with yeah. the person. Because like you said, maybe he doesn't have anybody to talk to. Right. And you could be that person, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where 
you know, Montana's peer network, you know, across Montana. I mean, we have more than 1,400 members. There's also that community also mm-hmm. that we all as employees here and, you know, our board members, I mean, we work to build that that community also, right. the recovery community, where people can go and be around others and understand that we're all in recovery, we all have our struggles, we're, we're very accepting and compassionate of others, and we do a ton of training, education, advocacy, those kinds of things. Yep. And so I think that's another big part of it, and communities can can encourage people to become members of places like NPN. And we're not unique. You know, if you're a listener here, NPN is not unique to Montana. All states have recovery organizations. Right. Some have more than one. California's right. got a whole bunch of them, I know, right? Like, yeah. But the community can help foster that yeah, along with people and encourage people to be a part of it and look at that as a resource in your community um, to help people, it's not always about services. It's about connecting to others. And then you get around other people like us. We're in recovery. We have our own struggles and yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So strengths and responsibilities. One of the 10 guiding principles from SAMHSA, we encourage you to visit our website. We have literature on each of the guiding principles. This one in particular, again, I've always really thought this was an important one because I don't, I don't think, I don't, you know, I don't remember being told I have to be responsible for my recovery. It's just sort of like, these are the things you do in treatment. And And it becomes, it becomes like, I think a working part of your brain. It's kind of like doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Yeah. Right. It's it's my responsibility to do the right thing when nobody's watching. And I know in the beginning I wanted to be recognized. Right. Sure. I really sure. wanted to be recognized for all of the things that that I mean, I guess society puts on the norms. Right. Sure. Sure. For yeah. sure. I, I think for me, the word responsibility, like I said at the beginning, was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that it was in a group for my mental health treatment. And I think I was going through a rap class where the light bulb kind of went off. And I realized that this is my deal. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, is, this is my deal. Mm-hmm. If I want to live a different way... I have to make the commitment and I have to do things differently than I did before, Mm -hmm. which made me responsible Mm -hmm. for my path. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, And and I think we should say, as a sort of disclaimer, we're not implying in any way that you have a mental health diagnosis. That it's your fault. Your fault. Yeah. Right. No. No. Don't misinterpret that. Your recovery, your wellness is your responsibility. Right. Correct. I think it yeah. absolutely, and I think um, celebrating. Okay, I live with, and this is what I do to live with it. Right. right. And right. that's a strength right. to say, yes, I live with this, and right. and I have a I have a way to get through my days. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. All right. So 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another Recovery Talks podcast. Again, visit our website at mtpeernetwork.org for more information, and we will catch you next time. See you next time. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible.